0: Before we start, I would just like to thank Dr. Salmon for reaching out and having the idea for this collaboration, and also being very patient with me, as this was the first podcast I ever recorded, had to learn how to edit it, uh, had some personal stuff get in the way, but it's finally here, we can finally listen to it, and I just want to thank Dr. Salmon for being a great professor, and for all his patience with me. And welcome back to another WXAV podcast here with 88.3 FM Chicago in the podcasting studio today with a little mini series with the SXU Jazz Combo. They did some original compositions last semester, and right now I am joined by my friend Rachel Garcia. Rachel, how are you?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. Right off the bat, just for people that don't know, uh, what do you play in Jazz Combo?
1: I am an alto saxophonist.
0: Also saxophonist and sometimes vocalist. yes yeah, sometimes yeah. vocalist. Uh, <laughs> Guest not, features. Not in this recording session, though. No. Um, how long have you been playing saxophone?
1: I've been playing since eighth grade. I started taking it more seriously in high school. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been it's been a while.
0: So that would be seven years. Yeah, you? roughly. Yeah. yeah. Around seven years. Mm-hmm. So have you composed or written music before this assignment with Dr. Salmon?
1: No, we had practice in some of our music theory classes, mm-hmm. but this is my first time. I'm actually composing something and it was sort of weird trying to actually because I've, I'm always used to like transposing things for my instrument uh-huh. but it was just a really different feel trying to make sure everything sounded great for all the other instruments for,
0: for everyone else mm-hmm. yeah so I'm going to play a little a little part of your piece we can just have a little chat about it so this is Yaz by St. Xavier's very own Rachel Garcia <laughs> Rachel, tell me about your experience coming up with that main melody because everyone does melodies a little different and I want to know yours.
1: I'm pretty I'm mainly classical with my music. Mm-hmm. So, when I got to St. Xavier, it was my sort of first taste of jazz. Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't really sure about form. And I just sort of just composed this and I was like, I've heard these like sort of licks before and I mm-hmm. like them and I'm just going to put them in. That's not usually how it goes in terms of structure. Okay. <laughs> for um charts, but um I don't know. I just liked it put it all together and Dr. Salmon's really into just um embracing the creativity and sort of letting go of structure sometimes. Mm -hmm. So he just went with it and he really liked it. So we kept it as it was.
0: Yeah. How was the experience (laughs) in the studio for you?
1: That was something else. Mm -hmm. Um, I, so I grew up with my dad um, handling sort of like speakers and like all those fancy equipment with all those buttons and all that. So I'd seen that like firsthand before, but actually seeing it in a professional environment, like there was a separate room where it was like soundproof so that it wouldn't interfere with the recordings and we could look into the other room. It was just, it sort of just made it more real in terms of like, oh, I'm not just jamming out with my friends. Now this is an actual like professional setting and Mm -hmm. it gives you a taste of what to strive for after you graduate, you know?
0: Do you feel like it kinda of changed the chemistry of the band? You know, it must have felt different from playing in McGuire Hall. So oh, how definitely. do you how do you think the feel in, in the room changed?
1: Definitely. After a while because Obviously, you have a chance to be able to pick your your favorite take. The more we played it, the more we were like, oh, well, now we actually have to sort of exactly think about what the form, like the kind of form we want. You got to think about how your solo is going to go. What did you like about a particular solo? Okay, well, I want to incorporate that into the actual recording that way people like actually hear what I like. Yeah. Um so, if anything it just made you think about it more. You actually had to take it even more seriously and after hearing your piece over and over and over again, mm-hmm. I feel like that's sort of I understand now how other artists feel when they're like, OK, now I want to write something else because now they picked what they liked and what they didn't like. And then they could just go on from there. So, yeah, it felt way more serious.
0: Mm-hmm. How do you think the process of uh, picking your favorite solos were, even though we didn't play them in this thing?
1: When it comes to like soloing for me, like I said, I'm still new to it. If there are things that I like, like a lot, I'll try to remember exactly what I did. And um, after a while, you sort of it's sort of like, I don't know. Picking out little pieces of everything every time you solo and being like, okay, now I'm just going to put that all into one solo if possible without trying to make it sound forced at the same mm-hmm. time. So yeah, it's like sort of saying a speech, but like having bullet points instead okay. of just like improvising it on the spot completely. Mm-hmm. So now you have an idea of what you want.
0: That's a great analogy. I just think it's a little quirky thing in jazz where like when there's not lyrics, there there is a title that kind of gives a feel of the piece. So if you would like to explain uh, the title of your piece or how you kind of came up with it.
1: Every time we would walk into Jazz Ensemble, I don't know, every time we would nail a certain part of the chart or something, Dr. Salmon would sometimes just look at us and be like, that's yes. And it's just, it sounds so ridiculous when you say it out loud, but uh-huh. I don't know. I guess it was just sort of like a tribute to Dr. Salmon because he was the one who encouraged us to start. Making our own composition.
0: so yeah, it's it's very charismatic. Which, it is like anything that comes out of Dr. Simon's mouth exactly. is like unreasonably charismatic.
1: Yep. So I, that was my tribute to him. That's Yaz. That's, yeah. That's all.
0: Very very little, very little nice <laughs> tribute. That was a little uh, W X A V podcast with Saint Xavier's Jazz Ensemble's very own Rachel Garcia, the composer of Yaz. Thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me.